everybody do you hear that noise that noise in your head it's pretty scary it's pretty scary boo in your head i am adam todd brown that's true and i am caitlin cut and we are your hosts mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and boy do we have a doozy of a topic for you how have we not covered this well it's been a, a developing story sometimes that happens sometimes you got to let a story breathe a little bit <laughs> Before you jump on it. I like, know. No, you're you're right. You're not plus like when the story broke, we had enough to talk about. So that's true. But Right. Yeah. There's there have been lots of things to cover over the past year or so. <laughs> so True. And I'm gonna be honest, on the list of people in the world suffering, uh, CIA connected US diplomats is way down my list in terms of people I care about. So we're getting to them, I think, in maybe the correct order. You're not totally off base in that <laughs> in that opinion. That being said, is it really horrible? Hmm. Is it really horrible for me to say <laughs> that this is kind of a cool topic? <laughs> oh, it's super cool. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate cool. you liberating me from my evil ways. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were disgusted by the fact that I kind of think this is cool, I'm so sorry. It's interesting. Here's how I approach stuff like this. And if we haven't said it yet, we're talking about Havana syndrome. The coolest name. Uh, it's a cool name. It's for a anything. mystery affliction. And boy, does boy, do I love a mystery affliction. I do, too. I just think it's so funny that it's like the only other mystery afflictions I can think of are like IBS and like fibros. What's the fibromyalgia? Yeah. Like and then it's. Havana syndrome. Like somebody, some marketing needs to get like, there needs to be like a lobbyist group that gets on uh, IBS and it's like, can we call it like bowel thunder or something <laughs> rad so we can get some money in the research here? Like Havana man. bowel syndrome. God, Havana syndrome. How is this not a movie? This is one of those things like I host a conspiracy theory podcast and we would I feel like normally cover this there, but but it's not a conspiracy. It's not really a conspiracy. It's just a thing that's happening. <laughs> so weirdly real. In fact, I think I asked you if you had covered it on conspiracy because I was I could see where maybe, but I I was ready to argue about like you know, hey, I think this actually fits for pretty scary because this is pretty scary because it's true. <laughs> It is. So uh, should we dive into what? I'm so, so excited. I feel yes. like people must know a little bit about this, but it started in Havana, Cuba in 2016. A U.S. embassy official woke to a piercing loud noise and experienced strange symptoms. First, intense face pressure. Sure. Then nausea, mm-hmm. pain, dizziness, trouble concentrating. So it sounds like he's taking any number of prescription drugs that are advertised on television. Can you imagine, though, just like, let's just start the conversation. You're already a U.S. embassy embassy official in Cuba, right? So your your nervous system is jacked. Like, there's not a day that goes by that you're like, maybe this is it. <laughs> like, that is not a cozy. It's not like you, you're the you're the embassy official to 
the UK to the, to, to England. You know what I mean? Like right. Cuba, you gotta, you gotta have some, either something dead inside or <laughs> to get through that on a daily basis. You wake up with kind, fa- kind with of face pressure, but well, I mean the face pressure would be intense, but also you got to take into account around this time, our relations with Cuba weren't bad. They're not bad, but because, it's not. Well, they're bad. They're bad again now, but yeah, we yeah, were yeah. Sorry. fresh off Obama. Like he yeah. lifted the embargo for a while. Yeah. I I don't mean it. I just think his, just his, based on historical principles, it's still a high stress post. Oh, like that's not, you know, I mean, Venezuela would be worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Venezuela would be bad. Afghanistan wouldn't be my pick. But my point is, is, you know, you're already in this job and you wake up with the with something that you can only describe as face pressure. That's well, bad. Not just face pressure, but you also wake up hearing this in your head. Buckle up, America. You're all about to get a traumatic brain injury. Oh, I don't like that one bit. I mean, you'd have to think that you were like be it was an alien operation. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was hearing that, I'd be like, oh, this is aliens. Like that would just be my calm assessment of the situation. Yeah, I would. If I was working in that job, woke up with this intense face pressure and hearing that noise, (laughs) I would just be like, all right, what government is doing this to me? Yeah. Is it my own? Sure. And then you just run through all the possibilities. Also, face pressure is a great band name. Face pressure. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. I mean, anyone never, anyone with sinus issues has had face pressure. I've never had face pressure. I, mm. I, my, it, to me, the visual I have for this is very strange, but go on. So the people who reported hearing this sound, and that, that sound was released by the Associated Press, and we'll get to it later. <laughs> but uh, there had been other embassy officials and intelligence officers in Havana who experienced similar things, all starting with the sudden pain and pressure in the head and ears, but not all with the loud noises and not all with the same symptoms. Sure. So that's confusing. Those who did report hearing sounds also reported that those sounds would stop if they opened an outside door or just left the room they were in. This was actually in a security briefing that was sent out to people who were working in these environments. And the quote they used was, get off the X. So if you're experiencing this, just leave the room, go somewhere else. That would make me feel crazier. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, what the, why is it, uh, you know, at my bed, I'm hearing some alien transmission and in the hallway it's cool that would that would make me feel worse i'd feel more insane it, yeah it would freak you out but at least the physical impact would be sure. lessened of course i just think the psychological impacts of this i i i mean i'm you know what i mean <laughs> like, like you're questioning your sanity the whole time you're going through something like this on top of everything else Especially because there's a whole uh, group in the medical community that swears this is just a psychosomatic thing and people are just imagining this. So then you're going to feel even crazier. Yeah. I don't think that's what's happening, but we'll talk about. No, I don't either. Okay, let's do this. Get off the X. Get off the X. Another great band name. Get off the X. Some victims reported feeling like they were standing in a direct beam of energy. Cool. 
Some other symptoms, vision issues, hearing loss, severe headaches, insomnia, usually happened in people's own homes. Some people reported experiencing pain only in specific places. Brain examinations, this part is weird. Mm-hmm. Brain examinations revealed injuries similar to concussions, but with no signs of impact. Some doctors and diplomats jokingly call it the immaculate concussion, which that is pretty funny. Gosh, that's why, you know, it's like you're either a stand up, you know, or you just you just become a diplomat. Yeah. Or you suppress foreign governments at the behest of the United One States. One or the other. Well, the third option, obviously, is to become a DMV instructor. Well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And this may not have started in Havana in 2016. There were a couple of NSA agents who experienced similar symptoms in 1996 in a quote, classified hostile country that has never been revealed. Okay. And they went on to develop Parkinson's disease. So imagine being one of these people subjected to these attacks and hearing that part. That's so scary. People have also experienced it in Russia, Poland, Austria, Georgia, the country, not the state, Mm -hmm. Taiwan, Colombia, China, Kyrgyzstan, the United Kingdom, Uzbekistan, and even the United States. Yeah, baby. USA. Reportedly around 200 people, about half of them CIA and their families, have experienced Havana Syndrome. Most have been American, but there have been Canadians too, which uh, that sounds like MK Ultra. I was going to say <laughs> the exact same thing. I was like, why don't we just crack open the old MK Ultra files? And That's my problem with pretty much every theory about how this is happening, except direct energy weapons. Because... Yeah. All the theories, and we'll get into a bunch of them, are things that should cover a wide swath of the population. And instead, they're affecting specifically Americans in one specific location. You're telling people to get off the X. Yeah. Come on. Like, that's... Anyway, let's let's do that. Let's crack our knuckles, get into this first theory that we've got here. One report concluded that medical evidence is consistent with symptoms of directed pulse RF, radio frequency, a.k.a. microwave energy, though it doesn't conclude that the energy was directed intentionally, i.e. using a weapon. But it also doesn't say it wasn't a weapon. Sure. Report is based on 40 cases and claims that nothing like these cases is previously documented in medical literature. I think that's a very important detail. That's not good. We'll get to later. Some of the reason for this theory is the Fry effect, which is when your brain interprets microwaves as sound, which can even happen to deaf people. There are several devices on the market right now. They work with hypersonic sound. I don't know what the devices are called, but you can just point them at a person and put sounds in their head. There is a very fun episode of Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura where someone demonstrates this weapon on Jesse Ventura. So one thing I like about this theory is who it comes from, Mm -hmm. which is the National Academy of Sciences. That's helpful. That is helpful. Uh, Some of their projects have been funded by the CIA, and uh, maybe this one is too. They know what they're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) That's the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And this is the most prominent theory. So there aren't, I mean, there are differing theories, but there hasn't been any actual rebuttal saying this couldn't happen. There's one guy who says it couldn't happen, but we're going to talk about that fucking guy. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) The thing is, they don't really say who they think is doing it. 
in this report because that's not the National Academy of Sciences job. They're just trying to figure out what's causing this. I feel like the part no one wants to say out loud in a lot of these articles is if this is a government testing weapons, we got to be open to the possibility that it's the United States testing it on Americans because we do in an official capacity at one point bring up that whoever is doing this, this is an act of war. So if we were in Havana doing this to Cubans, we would be committing an act of war against Cuba. But if we're doing it to our own people, everyone will pretend we never do that when we actually have a long, 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 long history of doing that. Of tests, of tests, not just tests. I know. Experiments. MK Ultra, it was real. So uh, the, the New York Times does mention that the American military itself has sought to develop weapons like this. The Pentagon has a weapon like this. It's called the Active Denial System. Police have demonstrated it. It's for crowd control, they say. Like if you point it at a group of protesters, it just makes everyone feel hot and uncomfortable and like they have to leave. That's so scary. It's just a very scary. I mean, listen, used in the right way, I would imagine it would be very helpful. But it's scary that that kind of weapon even exists to me. Just on an existential level, we're in a new realm of weaponry that's very bizarre. It's the kind of weapon that is only designed to be used against your own people. Like if we're being completely honest, and it even comes up in these notes, what kind of threat of terrorism is there really in the United States? Like 9-11 happened, but it's not like we've been subjected to car bombings and a series of heinous terrorism attacks. So it's not protecting us from that. I guarantee it was probably built under the guise of protecting us from that. If we're talking mass shooters, this isn't going to help. This is only for crowd control in your own country. We have been militarizing the police for decades. That's not so your local PD can go overseas and fight Al-Qaeda. It's so your local PD can fight you. Anyway. Again, I could, uh, it, to me, it's just the existence of this weapon itself that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, someone built it. And someone's using it. Yeah, it's just very weird and and scary. I just don't like invisible weapons. I, I, that makes me just the principle of an invisible weapon is something that makes me very nervous. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now let's talk about another theory, the misplaced Cuban surveillance equipment theory, which it's uh, exactly what it sounds like. A lot Lucy? Of, the, the problem with a lot of these theories is a lot of them were uh, developed when this was mostly limited to Cuba. Yeah. And I think a lot of them fall apart once this starts spreading like the goddamn coronavirus. But this theory is that it was an ultrasonic transmitter used for spying that malfunctioned, causing the sounds and symptoms. So it was just an accident. Sure. This was proposed by University of Michigan engineering researcher Kevin Fu, who reverse engineered the Havana attacks in his lab. Don't like that either. 
I don't. Along with Wen Yan Zhu. Okay. A professor sure. at Zhejiang University and visiting scholar at University of Michigan and Chen Yan, a doctoral student at Zhejiang University. I feel like I could have just said this was developed at the University of Michigan. I feel like what you did is you put in the work. I did. Okay? I did. I did the oh. I did the footwork. I did the legwork yeah. for everyone else yeah. who, who so. might have been like who at the University of Michigan. Was it there's, there's head football someone. coach Jim Harbaugh? We have very intelligent listeners. True, true. So there's that. They want to know. Someone's taking notes. Is Jim Harbaugh the one that coaches at Michigan or is hey, that John? you know that I, think it's I Jim. am the last person to be able to help you with that. Yeah, I think it's Jim. Anyway, their research didn't rule out other possibilities. They were just demonstrating one way this could happen. I have a hard time believing this one because it really, once this spreads to the rest of the world, it's really given Cuban intelligence some global reach that I'm not sure they actually have. But also misplaced? Like, how do you misplace this kind of technology? I I, I mean, was it in a duffel bag and somebody was too hungover on their flight from where to where? Like, I don't, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, I don't know. They plugged it into the wrong port, used the wrong cable, something like that. Those zany Cubans leaving their weapons, weapons of mass destruction just lying around. Oh, we were supposed to use the five megahertz Wi-Fi. Oh, Damn it. Man. That's sorry, guys. That one was on us. Now let's talk about the most insulting theory. Yeah, this is one when this story came out, because we had like we've mentioned Havana syndrome on episodes, but we've never done an episode about it. And this is the one that for some reason people decided to start tweeting at me about, which was, hey, Adam, did you hear that that Havana thing was just crickets? And it's like, fucking no, it wasn't. Now, the sound that was recorded that we played at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, that's where the crickets theory comes comes from because someone released that audio to the Associated Press and said, well, this is the sound that people are hearing and citation needed. Who recorded the sound? Yeah, where did the sound come from? I was going to ask, how do you sample that? Even if this doesn't explain the people who had these symptoms without hearing any sounds. Right, because they don't all experience hearing anything. Right. The scientists who made this claim They note that it doesn't mean people weren't also attacked, but just that the sounds that were recorded were not from a sonic weapon, but from an especially loud kind of cricket. But that makes my head explode because how does that have anything to do with what we know or do not know affected these people? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's insane. That's like, I have a song in my head. And then somebody calls AP and they're like, we have a song that is in people's heads. And it's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, sure. How did you record it? Yeah, I mean, yes. Moves like Jagger gives me face pressure and nausea and it makes (laughs) me very sad. But I can't blame that song for the cause of all those feelings all the time. Correct. And Most uh, of the time, but not all the time. This... The, the crickets theory, all it's really debunking is that the sound released by the Associated Press is the sound that these people are hearing. Which is fine because we right. could get into like very philosophical conversations about the blue that you see isn't. How do I know the blue that you see is the same blue I see? Yeah. How do I know? <laughs> how do I know it's not white and gold instead of blue and black? You know, we've already done this. <laughs> it's, we, we as that, a society have been through this. Yeah. And I. I the, the sample sound 
confused me anyway, because if it's a sound that people are only hearing in their heads, how do they get the sound bite? Well, the other reason this theory doesn't make any sense to me is crickets don't just show up in your country and go to one building. If you look at photos of the U.S. Embassy in Cuba, it's surrounded by office complexes, apartments, I'm assuming there's like stores and restaurants probably in the area. It's not Guantanamo. It's not on an island. So if these these crickets were driving U.S. embassy employees crazy, it's going to do it to the surrounding population, too. We have a big problem. Big, big problem. If an animal can cause that kind of disruption, we have a higher issue at hand than being like, oh, it's crickets. Yeah, Cuba would be a fucking nightmare right now Yeah, if this was crickets. And it it was uh, first proposed by Alexander Stubbs of the University of California, Berkeley, and get a load of this name, Fernando Montalegre Z, as if he's maybe the 26th Fernando Montalegre of the University of Lincoln in England. Of course. Lincoln, England. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In case you thought I was going to say Nebraska. I usually think of Lincoln, England, though. Of course. Well, of course. Yeah. That's where Abe Lincoln is from. So (laughs) Dr. Douglas Smith, the lead doctor examining the affected U.S. diplomats in Cuba, questions whether that one recording can tell us much about the attacks. Even if the cricket explanation is accurate, it doesn't explain the patient's symptoms. Like those are the key, not really the sound. The sound is a symptom. Yeah. But... it's such a it's such a weird press move that I don't even I, I can't really even articulate how little sense it makes to, to be like, this is the sound that people are only hearing in their minds. Right. Like, wait, or not what? or not just that. They keep talking about how this cricket is loud enough to be heard from inside a diesel truck moving 40 miles an hour on the highway. OK, but people in adjoining rooms didn't hear it when yeah. these people were hearing it like that would have reverberated through the whole fucking building. Probably the building would have hurt anyway. Ugh. And Sorry, also cr- reminder theory. Yeah. Not all the victims heard sounds either. So yeah, it's, it's not a fucking cricket. We'll say it again. Just some Terminator cricket just ruining everybody's life. What if they meant the sport cricket? They're like, no, you ever watch that? It'll make you crazy. Makes no sense. You can hit the ball forward or backwards. Come on. It's so stupid that it gives you face pressure. <laughs> ah, sticky wickets. <laughs> it's a cricket term. And then there's sure, the mass sure is. the mass hysteria theory, aka medically sanctioned victim blaming. Love those. The author of this one argues that the State Department was too quick to rule out mass hysteria, <laughs> and that when Marco Rubio asked about it, he was patronizing. This is the quote from Marco Rubio. Is there any thought given to the fact that this is a case of mass hysteria, that a bunch of people are just being hypochondriacs and making it up? Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. think Marco Rubio was being condescending there. I think Marco Rubio was just being his typical condescending self, and that's just Marco Rubio. But I also don't think that because somebody asked that question, we need to then assume that that's what happened. Even if he's asking it in the most genuine terms, mass hysteria implies like groups of people, not selective rooms with single people standing in them. That's not how mass hysteria works. Right. And the the guy that brings this up, he cites an example of a mass psychogenic illness from a nursing school in 1974, where two dozen students experienced alteration in hearing function, 
along with strange sensations and sound, that's a dozen or so people in one nursing school. We're talking about hundreds of employees at spots all around the world now, not just Havana. Also, you're saying that we know for sure that two dozen people reacting severely after being inside of a nursing school is for sure mass hysteria? Yeah, it feels like they could have caught something in there, too. I mean, that sounds like legionnaires or (laughs) i yeah that's like that's like base level next question i we watched an episode of ghost adventures that we're gonna talk about next week where there's even a part where everyone's freaking out in the basement and zach baggins one of the most sensationalist people on the planet jumps in and goes it could just be something in the air because we're in a musty basement so we're just gonna get out of here yeah that's not mass hysteria that's mold yeah You know, so I, but I, I, my mind is blown by this in so many ways. The ways that it's been tried to be explained away is just as mind bending to me as the reality of the, of the, the, the situation itself. What I especially hate two things. One, he says an outbreak of an array of ambiguous symptoms within a close knit community under stress in a foreign country that has a long history of harassing American embassy staff is strongly suggested of mass psychogenic illness, which is triggered by lingering Cold War paranoia. Shut the fuck up. No one under the age of 55 has lingering Cold War paranoia. And I'm assuming these weren't a e- bunch of old goats that were getting I don't attacked. even have lingering 9-11 paranoia. Nope. None of it. So what? <laughs> It's yeah. And also he does this thing that I hate. He he brings up that an acoustic device could not cause brain damage of this type. And he, he says they, they just don't they don't do that. But what he's doing is the same thing a lot of pundits did when it came to Trump or uh, the same thing UFO skeptics do with UFO people. It's always, well, we don't have the technology to get from one planet to another that fast. And it's like, yeah, dipshit, we don't. They do. But they might. And there is absolutely no way you can be positive that that's not the case. I don't understand that argument at all. And with Trump, when he was running for office, people were doing all this, well, historically in elections thing. And it's like, this is not a traditional election. This is very different. And that's why all those people were wrong. Sometimes... Something is so new that you can't just explain it with old explanations. It's called a black swan event. And it's one of my, there is a really great book. I think it's just called black swan long time ago. I want to say like 15 years ago, this came out and it was it's so hot. Mila Kunis, Natalie Portman. Oh wait, is it, <laughs> close, it's not, close, is the movie not close. based on that book? Sorry, no. Oh, uh, but okay. Well, I guess I'm still listening. Go on. Yeah, okay. And the the concept is, you know, a black swan event is something like 9/11, for example, happening that didn't have a precedent for it before, and will not have a precedent for it after. And therefore, if we react to a situation like 9/11 by gearing all of our preventative measures towards keeping something like 9/11 from ever happening again, then we will not be prepared for the next Black Swan event, which is inevitable. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's hardest for for people, which is fair to understand, is that things happen without precedent sometimes. Sometimes we can see things coming, but other times like, I don't know, a global pandemic. Mhm. 
um, we're not prepared. Right. It happens. It, we're, you know, and, and even just like all of these arguments about vaccines and masks and things like this, it's like, yeah, listen, a surgical mask was never designed for you to be walking around with it all day. This is an imperfect system. I, nobody can argue that, but this is a fucking emergency. Please put a mask on. <laughs> we don't have many things that we can do to keep each other safe at the moment. Same with the vaccine thing. It's like, yeah, no, this is this is not ideal. We can't prepare ourselves for unprecedented things. So to simply say that this weapon, this this thing isn't possible because we've never seen it before makes no sense. Yeah, it's in COVID is a good example, not just that we can't be prepared for stuff, but we don't give people any leeway once something new happens. Like with COVID one, we couldn't stop calling Trump racist for shutting down the borders to China. And then give it six months later, we were like, why didn't you shut down the borders sooner? And it's like, cause no one really knew what the right thing to do. Or yeah, I saw an no. interview I agree. On CNN, they were interviewing Dr. Fauci. And this woman, this is like eight months into the pandemic. She goes, well, at the start of this, you said we shouldn't wear masks. And then like two weeks later, you said we should. Can you explain that? And it's oh, like, I you know. dipshit, things change. It yeah. was a new thing. Like we were responding to the information we had. And as that information reveals new information, you change what you're doing. And like, we just have no fucking capacity for that in the United States. Everything either has to be completely explainable or bullshit. If it can't be explained, it's a hoax. Well, I think if you're a conservative, um, the, just that term is implicit in a motivation to conserve a specific way of life. And yeah. it's just not sustainable. No, it's not. And then there's the neurotoxins theory. <laughs> Which I feel like this is the exact same thing as the crickets theory. It doesn't explain everything. It should have been happening to a large uh, yeah, I agree. section, cross section of the population. Because in this theory, they're talking about all the insecticides that were sprayed to prevent v Zika virus. Well, that wasn't just being done at the U.S. Embassy. Like that was being done all over Cuba. That was a massive program. And then it still doesn't explain when it moves to a place like Vienna, like Vienna in 2021 is spraying for Zika virus. I don't think that's a thing. No, that's happening. sorry. So like neurotoxins, I feel like don't explain it either. That's the thing. There's no explanation. No, except there isn't. I feel like the direct weapons thing. There is it's a, a weapon. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's, it. that's why I said at the top, I was frustrated with what I was looking at because it's like, you, you know how weapons work? You, you, sh if it's a gun, <laughs> you point it at someone and you shoot it. We know they have these sonic gun things that they're launching off the back of, of, of battleships. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Why, uh, why is it hard for people to believe that this is, well, it goes back to what you're saying. It's because if we talk about it, then we think about it. And if we think about it, we start to wonder about it. And if we're wondering about it, we have a problem. So there you go. Yeah. And so then once we settle on it being a weapon, which I feel like it's a weapon too, then the question becomes, well, who's doing it? And of course, the leading suspect, as with anything else that's happening to the United States, is Russia. And yeah. I don't know, like people... Skeptical types need to pick a lane. Does Russia not have the money and resources to do anything that would threaten the United States? 
or are they constantly coming up with new advanced technological ways to threaten the United States? Because you hear it both ways from the intelligence community all the time. Yeah. And so, of course, they're investigating Russia. They're investigating China. But also, we're really beating the beating the drum to go to war with China right now. I know. It makes me very nervous. It's Yeah. And like, if you think back to like the anthrax attacks where we were like, well, we really have to protect ourselves from Muslim terrorists now. And it's like, no, that was that was probably a disgruntled government employee. At least we we framed one for it before he committed suicide. And like, this is the same thing where all they have to do is go, well, look, it's happening in uh, a communist country in Cuba, Austria, which is a neutral country that is just infested with spies. And uh, we've been growing our relationship with Austria. So this is clearly just Russia trying to fuck with us. And I don't know. I don't like it. Like there's no there's as much evidence that it's Russia as any of the other theories. There's like three intelligence people who think it might be Russia. It's like "Eh." I don't think we're ever going to (laughs) know until unless something incredibly specifically drastic happens. I just I feel bad for the people that have gone through this that have to on top of dealing with I feel I feel because it it also got their families. So there's that, too. Like some family members were affected by this. So there's the CIA, you know, issue that, you know, I I agree with you on. But then the family members, it's like that sucks. Like, yeah, but that that sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk about the CIA in a second. Like the what I find really interesting about this Russia theory is that there are some intelligence officials who say that the only organization capable of attacking us on our soil is the Russians or China. But it's like I seem to recall we gave away like 75 percent of our personal freedoms in the name of of keeping Muslim groups from attacking us on our soil. Was that never a threat? Right. Or did we just do something that neutralized that threat forever? Because I feel like it's not the latter, but who knows? And yeah, this just, it citation needed with the Russia thing. (laughs) Like we've hit the point in history where I don't trust our government any more than the Russian government. Like What historical evidence is there to trust our government more? The one government that has ever dropped a nuclear weapon in war? We're supposed to be the trustworthy ones? Okay. So let's talk about if this is the United States doing this. Cool. Because I know this is going to be the most unthinkable possibility for a lot of people. But, like, just marinate on it for a second. In the annals of things the United States, and especially the CIA, has done to their own people, this would be comparatively pretty small. MKUltra was a decades-long series of psychological experiments carried out against Americans and Canadians without their knowledge, at the behest of the CIA and the American government. COINTELPRO, we essentially assassinated Fred Hampton while he was sleeping in his bed as part of COINTELPRO. That is a very aggressive act to take against an American citizen. And so this isn't that crazy of an idea that the the United States could be behind this. And I, I always bring up Jonestown. It sounds crazy now, but immediately after Jonestown, the idea that that might have been a CIA thing was a super duper mainstream talking point. Mm -hmm. There were senators who were pushing it. The New York Times wrote a bunch of articles about it. And 
it happened at a time when the CIA was in all this flux because we had just found out about MK Ultra, and now here comes Jonestown four years later after the church committee. And it really, I, I won't go into all of it. I did nine episodes about Jonestown, but <laughs> if you trace MK Ultra through Jonestown, it really feels like Jonestown was that final experiment in MK Ultra because they've been doing all of these experiments on individual people for decades and decades. The next thing you have to do in a medical or scientific setting is now you take those experiments and try them on a group of people. And Jonestown was the perfect place to do that. And if you look into the people connected to Jonestown, the way Jonestown worked, it seemed like a medical experiment where they were testing two different drugs because we know people were being drugged there. But what you don't hear from anyone who was there is that pills were ever handed out. But every Wednesday night, people did have to line up and get a cookie that Jim Jones gave them. There are three different kinds of cookies. Uh, one group got one cookie. The other group got the other cookie. Third group got another cookie. And what they suspect was happening is one cookie had one drug in it. Another cookie had another drug in it. And that third cookie had no drugs. And then you just do that every Wednesday and you see how people react according to what drugs they're taking. These people were given weekly physicals. No one needs a weekly physical unless you're checking for something very specific. All of their medical records were destroyed. Like something more than a crazy cult leader inspiring people to commit suicide happened yeah. at Jonestown. The CIA was the first group to report what happened at Jonestown. They were there. So this isn't beyond the scope of the CIA whatsoever. The fact that it's happening only in other countries speaks to it possibly being the CIA. And even the part where, well, these people are experiencing these symptoms. These people are experiencing these symptoms, but they heard sounds. These people seem like it's a neurotoxin. It's a, it's definitely a testing situation. Yeah, that could all yeah. be us going, all right, well, does this weapon work best? Does this weapon work best? Does this one or, work best? Or anybody with that ability for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Anybody commandeering whatever this thing is, it's not completely outside of the realm of possibility to say that it's being toggled to test the effects. That's not a crazy thought. It's not unprecedented for the United States to do these things. It's not unprecedented for other major powers to be doing terrible things. It's just the way it is. I mean, the other thing that I would say to this is, and I don't completely disagree with you, but interestingly, coming back to aliens, I've always thought that one of the main reasons why the United States has never come out and simply said, or any major governing party for that matter, has come out and said aliens are real is because then in that we have to implicitly admit that something out there has technological abilities greater than our own. And no country wants to admit that. <laughs> so, right. And, and this is a really sophisticated, scary, hyper-specific technology that's being deployed to create these kinds of symptoms and reactions in people, especially long-term effects like Parkinson's like that. You can hobble a country by just making everybody sick. Yeah. Which is what's happening. I mean, nature made an executive decision last year, but, and but that is one of the things that was on the list of things. MK ultra was hoping to figure out. Can we just make everyone sick? Can we make everyone think they're sick without them being sick? Like this is one of those theories where if you claim, you know, exactly what's happening, Exactly. You're a liar. But what, what, you know, it's funny to, again, now to come back to COVID, the thing that really blows my mind about people's reticence to just 
I mean, and what I'm about to say is going to sound like I'm flying in the face of a lot of what I've said on this show, but like, I hate to say this, but this is one of those situations where everybody just needs to get the fucking line, stay home, don't fight this thing, do what experts are telling us to do because the wave of disability that's going to follow this pandemic, not just in our country, but in every country, what our problem though, is we don't have socialized medicine. (laughs) So We're not prepared to take care of what's happening to these people. The deaths are really scary, but the long-term effects of this, that's a whole other thing. You know, people are are having strokes. They're fine. And then they get COVID and then they have a stroke and you need rehab and you need all these things. And, you know, if you didn't save that email saying that you weren't COVID positive, it's (laughs) have fun with that insurance claim. (laughs) It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a whole thing. And so anyway, I, I, these kinds of weapons are from an existential standpoint, really, really scary. And I don't think that a, any country wants to raise their hand and say that they have it. And B, I don't think any country wants to raise their hand and say it wasn't them. It's a weird egoic issue with something like this. Yeah. And it, when it comes to the Russia theory, there are things on this planet that are representative of other things. I always say the ocean is the outer space of earth. Yeah. The the forest, the woods is the ocean of land and Russians are the aliens of earth because whenever something bad is happening, we just go, it's, it's Russia. Russians and we can't explain it. It's fucking unexplainable, dude. No one knows what Russia does. It's like, you're the CIA. You know, everything Russia does. Russia is bizarro America. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's our, it's our shadow ego. It's, it is, it's a weird, it's weird. Yeah. I just, I just always like to remind people that after world war two, we teamed up with the Nazis, like we defeated the Nazis, but we also invited thousands and Paper thousands clip, of them to come work for us. Half the CIA was Nazis when it was founded It was half OAS, which was the office of, no, OAS is wrong. OSS, Office of Special Fucking Secrets, I don't know. (laughs) Which was the precursor to the CIA. And then the other half was SS agents from from Nazi Germany. And that was, that's who founded the CIA. Now, what in Nazi history is to lead us to believe that that half that was Nazi stopped being Nazis. Is that what Nazis do? They just go, well, we're Americans now. We love all races. No, 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 no. Americans don't even love all races. Like, I feel like that's why we teamed up with the Nazis because we were like, you know, we got some undesirables we want to get rid of too. You know what we could say? We could say do it that the American government did not see that combo coming. Yeah. Woo! Thank you. I knew it was going to happen. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. Are I mean, you really proud of me right I now? I am. I am. I knew that God, was going to happen. I love when we have these moments because like we both are so happy for each other. It was great. <sighs> so yeah, I think what me and Caitlin are getting at is don't forget the government <laughs> is half Nazi. So they might be just conducting experiments on their own Not people. The country. Listen, well, like, I, sorry, I, I, just, the, I ran out of comments because I just got sad for a second. Well, I think the only real point I want to make in this episode, because we're not going to solve it. We're not going to, nope. we're not going to definitively and say no one, maybe when you and I are really old, Adam, there will be a paper disclosed that we can read together that will explain this, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Either that or some technology will come out and yeah. we'll be like, Oh, oh that's what, like the that's, Arizona lights episode yes, where once, exactly. you, 
look back on it in retrospect, it's like, oh, that stealth bomber shaped thing that they saw over Arizona a month before the stealth bomber premiered. I wonder what that was. Weird. Yeah, like this, we'll be able to buy like an, an attachment for our iPhone that wards off attackers and we'll be like, is that what this was? The, the Havana thing? Is this just like a smart where they thank <laughs> you, government? Really weird dog training tool. Yeah. And the, the, the ultimate point I want to get across here is American exceptionalism is stupid. Cool. Stop, stop thinking we're the only good government. We're, we're not. There are essentially no good governments. And if you no. want to say Canada, look into how they've treated indigenous oh. people forever. Uh-uh. So keep your mind open to the possibility that we might be doing this also. I know it's an uncomfortable thought, but you should be uncomfortable with how our government acts. Like if, if you want to think, oh, well, our government wouldn't carry out an act of aggression against their own citizens. Tell it to black people. Tell it to Native Americans. Tell it to anyone involved in the civil rights movement. Tell our, it to, to also tell it to Flint, Michigan. The neglect yeah. alone is its its own assault. Yeah, there's a reason all those government texts and emails in the Flint water case have magically disappeared. Yeah, it's because sometimes the government doesn't give a fuck, and they have goals they need to achieve. And if well, you need to die for it to happen, that's fine. I also think Flint, Michigan, is probably not. Well, I know it's not unique. And so the more airplay it got, the more we would start to realize how many other places in the country are facing similar water problems. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll link so. to it if people want to be horrified. Reuters <laughs> did an investigation something like four years ago. We talked yeah. about it on the podcast. Yeah. They found 3,000 communities in the United States with the same water problems that Flint has. Like, it, that is an epidemic and i think you're right once it came to light in flint i think a lot of other people were like we can't keep this quiet can't get into that because that's right up there with aliens landing on the white house lawn if you go in front of the american public and go hey that thing that's (laughs) happening in flint everywhere it's happening everywhere people are going to be like do something and they won't they They don't want to yeah they don't want to do anything I also just think like so much of this good guy, bad guy thing has been projected onto political discourse. And, and I, I, I would put, I'll put any politician in this statement, which is anybody trying to run for high level office positions in this country is not a good person. (laughs) The the thing that they want is power. And you have to understand that they're playing a political game. We are involved in it, but that is separate from your thoughts, your actions, how you affect the world around you. It is yeah. in, in its own microscopic way. It absolutely is. And you matter that, that part of who you are, that's the only thing that's real. All the posts, all the conversations, none of it matters. If you're an asshole at home, <laughs> you yeah. know, if you, if all you care about is being right all the time, if you're hard to be around, if you alienate people, you could check all the boxes of being good, bad, however you frame it, it doesn't matter because you're still out there ruining people's days. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, just take some responsibility for the energy that you put out there and don't assign your, don't, don't co-op your power to anybody or anything. It's, and- it's ridiculous. 
and especially take responsibility for the energy you're putting out there using uh, direct weapons that have been developed in secret labs. Tell us what's happening. Oh, you're talking about real like. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking. Oh, I was oh, I was doing gosh. a little play on because you said energy. Love that. Right. Love that. I was Put hoping that on the board. you would bring up energy God, so I could. This is such a strong, that. strong conclusion. Should we just do this on stage sometime? Like this is. This is a high level yes. bit we've been doing. God, I hope Such somebody's transcribing this. I don't so think many jokes. I don't think that technology exists to transcribe no. podcasts. It Never doesn't heard of exist. It. Uh-uh. So yeah, keep an well, open mind, fun. people. Havana syndrome. Yeah, it's coming I, I for am, you. I am wanting some kind of Jason Bourne style representation of this weapon, though. Like to then completely go back on everything I've just said and be completely selfish about the whole thing. I want to see it in a movie. I really do. Or I want, <laughs> I, want, I just want one. I wouldn't I, mind having one. You want a Havana gun? Yeah, of course I want a Havana gun. That seems like actually, like, honestly, it's a pretty, it's a very effective weapon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it and would it really, be good if you were getting attacked and you could just pull that thing out. It really shows how little Trump understands about national security, because if he really wanted to keep people from coming across the border and get real scary about it, <laughs> this is a good way to do it. Yeah. That would solve it. Good thing he's not president anymore for another uh, week, at least. Am I right, conspiracy yeah. theorists yeah. who think he's going to be reinstated on the keep, 13th? Yeah, this really reminds me of the rapture stuff with my mom. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. It is. The, the Trump followers are a, a death cult, but yeah. we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. All right. So, so I think we have reached the end. This is the end. Yes. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. You know, if you want, I'm uh, at Bossy Matilda. That's the way. I think if you're going to, and or I, I'm at Caitlin Rose Cut on Instagram. That's those are the announcements I have. And you can follow me at Adam Todd Brown, Todd with one D on Twitter and Instagram also. And uh, okay. I think that's it. Let's get the hell out of here. Caitlin, say goodbye. <sighs> goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you so much. I'm going to go to the hospital.